This podcast contains explicit language, really explicit language. Listeners of this show should be advised that we will deal with a cult that has certain ideas that are... Um... They're fucked, Paulina. Yeah, they're really fucked. We'll be dealing with all the ist, oughts, and ites. Racists, bigots, anti-Semites, misogyny, certainly. And ooh, eugenics. Kicking it old school with eugenics. Certainly a very old way to be racist. But you've got to remember, MGTOW and everything we're talking about is a cult. Uh, No matter what they say, nothing they say is real. And we love you. We absolutely love you. Thank you for coming along on the ride. And we're sorry already. (laughs) (laughs) A clip coming up later in the show. (laughs) Okay, now we're sitting. We didn't spill any coffee. Everything's good. Hi, cheers. Let's start the video. That's probably... Let's do it. What you are about to hear is the Hashtag Cult Podcast. What is a Hashtag Cult? Hashtag cults are groups that signal membership by using a hashtag or keyword. This allows the group to operate on many different sites and makes them difficult to pinpoint. They use the hashtag model to spread propaganda on a variety of social media platforms without having a central account. This is usually because their ideas are offensive or their methods of communicating are abusive and border on website policy violations. In this show, We will show you the coercive groups and cults hiding in plain sight on the internet. Who the hell am I? I'm your fairy godmother. <laughs> a question I've just come up with right now. Hold on. Hey, this is Hashtag Cult Podcast. Uh, we're a podcast about cults on the internet. Um, doing an investigation about MGTOW. More importantly, I've come to ask myself a question I've never asked myself. So fairy godmother, that's for sure a term from Christianity, right? Godmother, godfather, is the fairy godmother Christian? Is she Christian? You have to ask all religious questions like that in a very high pitch or else God doesn't hear them. That's why your prayers don't work. Higher pitches. It's like cats. Look it up. Cats can't hear men. Hi. So this is Hashtag Cult Podcast. This is a really interesting episode because we're going to talk today about our comments section. Let's go through what's happened so far. I'm making a documentary podcast project about MGTOW, men going their own way. It's an internet-based cult. They use hashtags, like you heard at the beginning of the episode, to avoid and sort of meander and forget the word that I'm trying to say, come across as something, as a political issue or as a um, sort of commentary on the battle between the sexes rather than a cult. What do men going their own way believe? Uh, They believe that 
women are inferior to men. They are not necessarily inferior that women are malicious. They have a sort of matriarchy set up in society to take men down and that uh, all these other things about you shouldn't be married to them or live with them because of this devious way they have. And they use these beliefs to scare men who are lonely or were abused or have some other susceptibility to get them into a cult. I'll say this too. Now that you got this freebie of whether or not the fairy godmother from Disney's Cinderella is Christian, like Cinderella, where are they? That's her name, right? Cinderella? Someone's got a... Okay, anyway, <laughs> this is a sequential podcast. It's meant to be listened to from the beginning. Started episode one called MGTOW Reveals Itself. Go back, listen to the whole thing, catch up. Did you enjoy it? Welcome back. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been at least the amount of time to make two briskets. So either it's been like several weeks of you listening to this like a normal person, or you listen to it all today while making two briskets. Welcome back. So that's the story so far. And that's what we say every episode, don't we? We tell you we're doing an investigation about MGTOW. We tell you, uh, here's the interview we did. We tell you what they're about, that they're an internet cult. But one thing that we haven't really mentioned is a technique that I really wanted to do and was the inception of this whole project. I wanted to release everything we made. What does that mean? When you make a documentary, when you make a podcast, there's hours of footage. For this documentary alone, we've shot more than, close to more than most of my documentaries. It's, it's hours and hours. You know, I think it's close to like 200, 300 hours at this point. And you cut a lot of that, which is great. But when it comes to the internet, especially when it comes to this group we're talking about, you then are woefully understaffed in terms of getting your message out there, having resources available, having full resources. And yeah, you look a little better because you edit things down, but then those videos aren't out there. That was one thinking. Publish everything. Publish raw interviews. Have it synced. Have sound synced, which doesn't help you understand what it means unless you're in film. Get the sound synced. Publish it. Put it, I'll say codec too, so you really feel like some filmy words that you don't know. Hey, if you're a filmmaker and you're on a job and someone's like... Oh, doubting you, you're an animator, an editor? Say codec. People be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm talking about. This is a lot of rambling for an episode that I have to tell you I ramble in a lot. So, <laughs> so my other idea was, let's see how the internet reacts to this. The story should be, let's put this out there and see what happens. And indeed, the first video I made was called, My Friend is Brainwashed by a Sexist Cult. Goddess. Together with Paulina, it attracted lots of people to come to the project and want to have a perspective. But with that came something else that we learned. We learned about the comment section. We learned that these people in MGTOW comment like crazy. It's one of the ways hashtag cults operate. It's one of the ways I discovered what a hashtag cult was. So... In doing this, we came to two conclusions. One, oh man, reading the comment section was going to be rough and we had to have a good attitude about it. And it did affect all of us in a really tough way. You'll, you'll, you'll hear that in this. We, we both kind of get overwhelmed by reading these comments because that's what this video is going to be. It's the first in many of reading the comment section. Now, what happens in these comments section? We've talked about them before. And I assure you, I've said this on many things, we're going to do whole videos, whole episodes about the comment section to really understand how these people talked. I know that um, when we talked to uh, about Mud Fossil University, um, 
that that talking to these people is really, and we have an interview coming up with Mika Spielberg, where talking to these people is very, it's different. The commenting to them is different. And I was really nice in the comments. I tried to get people to come on and talk to them. It's how we got most of the people that are in MGTOW to be on the show, the comments section. The other conclusion I came to was that if you ever post a video with MGTOW in it, it becomes a MGTOW forum. It's one of the unstoppable ways that MGTOW becomes powerful. Anywhere there's a MGTOW video, it's commented on. Now this video I didn't even label as MGTOW. I just put up this video and they found it because someone finds it or maybe we put up, I don't know what tag, feminism or something. We put something up and they found it somehow. Maybe someone who was involved in it shared it. We don't know at this point. But it became apparent that this was going to be an issue. Interacting with these people socially on the internet was going to become an issue. And when I'm creating the first video and posting it, I don't know that. I don't know that yet. And now I know it all too well. You know, the day before recording this, which is the day before it comes out, so two days ago, if you're doing the math for some reason, and I shared the dates, whatever, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, um, I had someone figure out that some comment was about them in the video and that I had known about them or I said something to somebody else. And they went off on us on, on Twitter. They went crazy on Twitter at us. That interview was, was the interview he's referring to that he got upset about was months ago. And one of the things that I think is really hard when you're trying to expose a group that's doing harm is sticking with it. The zealots, the, the zealots, the cultists, the people who are in it, they never give up. And so somebody writes a story about this, and that's it. It's a story of every few years, and it's gone. This person who commented us on Twitter, and this happens, you know, you don't even know what interaction that I'm talking about. Like, if this person hears it, they could think, oh, it's about me. It might not be. You don't know when I'm recording this. It happens all the time. We've been doing this investigation for over a year now. We've been filming this documentary. And all the time I get people. they just out of nowhere. And the thing is they stick with it. And one of the reasons that I thought starting a podcast would be really important for this is you need to keep putting this information out there. I, I, I want to say this as a, as a sort of thing to, to let everybody know, not to be scared of something, but to know that there's something you could be vulnerable to that we could be safer from. Um, and in this video, we talk about the dangers women face and we talk about all these different things. But it occurred to me only recently that I did an interview with a friend of mine and he was part of this group that's considered a cult, but he didn't think it was a cult and he's a well-adjusted person. He also watched these videos and thought he would be susceptible. I interviewed another friend in this documentary coming up that... They had lived with someone in a, in a, and they were part of this religion and they saw more of the culty elements of it. And, you know, my friend was taken over by this cult and I know plenty of people in cultic relationships. You're going to hear this video and we're going to hear a lot more, but I want to put out there that the fact that we're talking about the comments section on YouTube, I don't want to spend the whole project convincing you that comments sections sh shouldn't exist. 
but I'm gonna, I'm gonna convince you because the comment sections do give people anxiety. They do affect people and they do get people into this group. They do reaffirm their beliefs and it does make craziness on the internet. I wanted to say to you that with all those friends I listed and all those people that I said were touched by cults, you need to realize this isn't a problem that just happens in the middle of nowhere. It's as close to you as a click away from your finger on the internet. It's as close to you as probably people in your life. So this video, we're going to be going over the comment section. It really speaks for itself in that first video. My friend was brainwashed by a sexist cult. We got a lot of MGTOW comments. We had a lot of interactions with them. We're going to talk all about that. Um, I'm only going to interrupt one more time, but let's start with the first clip. This is a follow-up. We made a video about MGTOWs. Mm -hmm. An intervention. Their own way. An intervention. Yes. And we'll get to the fact that intervention. Mm -hmm. Not about them. It's an right. intervention. With a specific person who you are friends with. Or am I? Or, am, or are you? Yeah. Um. No, I am. But, <laughs> but a lot of other details in that video, they seem to all be concerned about their identities. Right. And so he wanted to be kept anonymous. There are subterfuge things. Mm -hmm. There are things, other than the content of what he's saying, which I've changed none of, things, even the word he, mm -hmm. things that that person is saying are all over the map so that you cannot find their identity. And I'm saying this because we are reaching out to this, to people who identify as this. Mm -hmm. um, so we're gonna read the comments section. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned, when you come to a negotiating table, no matter what it is, you're meeting a stranger. Mm -hmm. I never believed in this, by the way. I always oh, thought really? that, I always thought that this thing, oh, so I'll say what it is. Okay. S start with concessions, start with things that either you admit you did wrong or start with nice things about the other person yeah. so that they feel they're in a safe space. Yeah. I always thought it was the, like, I away. always thought like that's the indication of the person who can't take criticism. Like, oh. you know, like they're, but now I really do see it has an effect on people. So we're going to yeah. start with some of these comments that, um, are correct. Let's, here's one. We're going to read most of our back and forth between these people as well. Uh, and by the way, in the topic of an anonymity, I don't think it occurs to all of these people that YouTube comments are public. Mm. I am going to read your usernames. As a filmmaker, I've, I'm subjecting my videos to mm. comments in lots of places. Yeah. Um, so I am going to read your usernames. Yeah. So We're not going to do publicly research. publicly commented so yeah. we can publicly say their username. Yeah. Novaverse says, do your research, idiot. <laughs> Ding! Let's put it up on the big board. I think I'm going to make like a, a family okay, yeah, feud perfect. style board over here. Survey says. Uh, we'll put survey says things Michael did wrong. No research. For sure I did no yeah. research. Why did I do no research? Uh, well, in one area I'm proud of doing no research. Mm -hmm. One of the points of this project is I want only firsthand accounts. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take your word for it. I'm not going to take that this happened to this person and this happened there. And you read this You here. read this, you saw that. You want to tell me something? Tell me to my face. What does that mean? Does that mean I won't believe any studies? I won't believe? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll take that information as information as well. Mm -hmm. But I did no research because this is about firsthand accounts. And in this instance, it wasn't about research. And this is the second point we could put up. Ding. Things Michael did mm -hmm. that they commented. I did no research on how to do an intervention. And I think I should have. Okay. That's fair. Like to... to, to 
in terms of that you're talking to your friend who you care about, who you believe needs an intervention because of this and I, I philosophy that he's now... Let's not give it names right. so that we don't get in an argument about right. names. Yeah. Not because I'm saying anything about it. I'm saying no, I, agree. I don't want to use those types of words. I don't either. Because yeah. it's, it, what this video was, was I saw a friend in misery. Mm -hmm. I saw a friend who was changing. A friend in pain. A friend in pain. Who was also I, hurting you and other people. In huge in ways life. in his yeah. life. Was a destructive, toxic force. Mm -hmm. And I confronted him on it. He revealed that a lot of it was because of this. Mm -hmm. That's how the video played out. I did not set out, and still not have, have not set out, to make a video about mm. MGTOWs. Right. So, that's right. I did do that wrong. I did not research how to do an intervention. That's to the detriment of me and my friend. Mm. Not necessarily to the detriment of your other, the other things that you may think about it. Right. And I'll say number three, let's put it on the board for things right, I did wrong. Out of this one thing comment, thing. Novaverse, is uh, I didn't look up his claims against other people's claims mm -hmm. because that's not what's important to me. Right. People in this section are very upset about things that I get wrong. Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything. Yeah, you're getting your information I'm from him. I'm getting my information from him. Right. So if he got something wrong, I'm more than happy to put up a correction video with mm -hmm. those things. The idea that I can check it in some place, I think that's a little bit, I think that's asking me a lot in terms of research that a first-hand mm -hmm. account is the most accurate way to find this stuff out. And so at telling me to research it, I actually have, uh, in looking at it, those sources are just as liable to get people upset. Um, I know how excited you were for the second interruption. Hi, it's Mike again. Uh, so what do I mean by this? What do I mean by if I were to check his facts? Because this was one of my big regrets. I talk about not knowing um, how to do an intervention and I talk about not researching the group before. Now, one of the things is I didn't know what group he was going to say. I only knew from my friend that he had these weird beliefs and he had brought them up and that was clearly what we were going to talk about. It was very vague. This was as much, I should clarify this too, this intervention that we talk about in the early episodes was as much intervention as it was, I dare say, not a coming out because that's weird, but sort of a coming out. It was sort of a revealing, I guess in, in his mind, in the cultist's mind, this was a coming out. And MGTOWs often talk about revealing themselves. We'll get into that in this episode, actually, and that they don't reveal themselves. And so to him, this was like saying his sexual predilection, uh, which is, I don't know, clouded and odd if it's, if it's understandable at all. Um, but to him, this was important and personal, and he wouldn't tell me and didn't feel safe or whatever. And another reason I regret not looking up how to do an intervention. But I couldn't look up the group, first of all. And then second of all, if, okay, the journalistic thing would be to, to look it up after I, I do the interview. The thing is, MGTOW is entirely built out of personal opinions. So <laughs> the reason that if I win on a point in this video, win, quote unquote, and say, what are you talking about? That's not a real thing. The reason they can say I'm wrong in the comments section, you know, confronting my friend, if you've re-listened to that old episode, or if you remember that old episode where he says things like, you know, well, women won't do, women aren't attracted to this, or women do that, or whatever, and I say, well, that doesn't really sound like women to me. 
Um, the reason that they that if I make him look stupid when I say those things, the MGTOWs can go, oh, well, he's wrong, is a wonderful catch-22 they've set up. Because everything in MGTOW is set on opinions. And they're all individuals, yet they somehow follow the same thing. So I couldn't look anything up because none of it's real. There's no Bible. Even if there is, someone will dispute that because there's no structure. And it's one of the things that makes hashtag cults really interesting. Despite there being a total record of everything because it's the internet, it's as lawless and fluid as anything. Because in the internet, the newest post wins, right? The most popular post wins. The most recent post wins. And that both allows the cult to keep growing and adapt to, you know, kind of co-opt and uh, groom you in whatever way that you like and you can take whatever philosophies you like and leave whatever you want and that's a way that someone can groom you or get you into their attention um, and at the same time allows it to be totally nonsensical. It's totally all over the place. It's both this rigid, unstoppable movement and at the same time there's no rules. There's, there's no rules to what it is, but there are rules and they're going to call me on it. So that's what I meant by I couldn't look them up from them saying I got things wrong. Where would I look it up? Because the whole thing is scapegoating. The whole thing is getting their emotions out and yelling at somebody to feel better. Uh, they're always going to find something to yell at me about. There are comments. There's horrible comments that we don't even get to. The comments I address in this are just the ones that actually have to do with the cult and the video itself. That's why we have to make another video, because these comments are literally the only ones I talk about in this video with my girlfriend, who's very tolerant of this type of talking, my partner, Reens, who's the other voice in this, uh, who's helped me produce this. Um... <laughs> you know, uh, it's just about the video. We have to make a whole other video about just, oh, fuck you, they would write, you know, you guys suck, questioning my sexuality, which I guess, like, is an interesting point to bring up. They would think I can't have an opinion on it because I'm not in, in their sexuality, which is interesting. Um, but anyway, let's get to this next clip. Um, yeah. So those are three things on the big board that, that I had done wrong. Um, now, I responded to Novaverse, mm -hmm. and I said, you know, it's apparent that many of the commenters don't think I covered the issue well. Again, not that's not the point of the issue. The point of the issue is to help my friend, mm -hmm. who is in pain, to which I said to a lot of them, finish the video. This person is in pain. Um, and again, a lot of people pointing me to creators. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's... Uh, Let's, let's look at Shinobi Wan says, do your research, do better research. Again, research can only come from you. Mm -hmm. um, but Shinobi Wan also says, lol, it's all BS. And incel, in two words, put together. Is two words put together. Is two words put together, dork. I bet you don't even know what they are. Um, I do, but it's not what the video is about. Right. Um, I saw, uh, uh, I put that up on the big board. Did not research incels. Didn't want to research incels. Yeah. What I was saying is, this guy's in pain. Mm -hmm. It's irrelevant. Right. I'm willing to hear all your things out, but the but from as your friend coming at you. Right. You were coming at this as like I'm some objective expert no. who knows about these things and why they are wrong. He could have said yeah. a myriad of other groups that I would have said. 
in the instance of this, it's the same thing because I was ultimately going to listen to what he believed anyway. Yeah. I wasn't saying, if you watch the video, it's all the same. Don't tell me about it. Mm -hmm. I was going to listen to what he thought either way because right. that was part of the intervention. Mm -hmm. uh, ah, this is a good one. Delegator. Oh, oh, one. I would ask questions and give him a long time to answer before answering another. I would ask another. one question at a time. And I would read the comment correctly like she could. Before asking another and another. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Yep. And I even said. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But guess what? It's not an interview in this instance. Yeah. It's someone I know. It's, an it's someone I'm intimate. We're yelling at each other yeah. in the way brothers and friends do. Right. And I would say, yep, did it wrong. What else? Um... What an inaccurate load of bullcrap. <laughs> now this I'll put on both sides. And I'll, I'll even put my comment in here. From D. Crappenshits. Great name. Go. Great name. I, great I'm name. Sure you put a lot of thought and effort. Do you here. get it? Crappenshits. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Not that you wouldn't the get crap and jokes. Sheets. And crap and shit. I know, but I said it with an accent. <laughs> Well, it's like D. It's not D. It's not like I did say like D. I said D. It's not German. It's not the Germans. Um, so, what are the accurate load of bullcrap? This is this is another issue on both columns. Inaccurate load of crap and shit. Well, inaccurate load <laughs> of crap and shit. It's great. It's a great joke. <laughs> it works perfect. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what's inaccurate. Um, and there's another comment here about my tactics. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to add this to the board of debatable things. Uh, this is Trance Gamer, who says, This dude is a liar and fraud using gaslight against a very rational MGTOW man. We must stand together, MGTOW men, because feminism is degeneracy against human nature. Um, I think that that's... I mean, A, this is the reason that... A lot that in that comment. It's a lot at one mm -hmm. point. I can't address all of it. But to that, to that point, mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times people are making the mistake of trying to break down everything in that sentence. Mm -hmm. I don't understand some of it. Right. Uh, I talked about human nature at one point. Now, using gaslighting for a very rational MGTOW man, I'll put this on debatable too. Am I gaslighting him? Not really. I didn't set up circumstances for him to fail, which I would I would assume or, is gaslighting. Yeah, making him feel crazy, like yeah, you saying one thing and him responding to it, and then saying what? What are you talking about? You know, about? I, I, I think the, the classic and, example yeah. is how would you solve this problem if you were in charge? And then the person answers, and then you go, "Whoa!" So now you want to be in charge? That's yeah. like classic gaslighting yeah. techniques. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's debatable. If you think I gaslight him, here's what I'd say to that: It's an intervention. Right. I'm trying to get my friend to admit to the things he's done wrong to me. Mm -hmm. That's it. To own up to his emotional failings towards me as a friend. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit sad as I'm saying this. Yeah. Um, but to that same point, I'm only going to look at this dude is a liar and using gaslighting. Liar, right. I didn't say anything. He said everything. Right. Gaslighting, fair to debate. I should have looked up how to do an intervention. Very rational. Finish the video. He does not think he's rational. Mm -hmm. He admits to confirmation bias, and yeah. he admits that he's in pain. Mm -hmm. So, and I would assume, one of the things is, is that I assume there is probably in some of these instances... And he becomes very emotional. 
He becomes yeah. extremely upset and emotional to hear that mm-hmm. he's pushed me away. Right. When he realizes he's pushed away friends. Mm-hmm. Someone on here comments, oh, I'd hate to not give them credit on the same topic. Um, I'm sure they'll find this one again. That, 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 oh, I've seen, I've seen this before. You know, and there's one person we're skipping because we're hopefully going to talk to them on this channel, so we're skipping their comments. Um, but one person says, I've seen this before, you know, you can't handle his change. Well, I didn't say I could. Right. I didn't say I couldn't handle it. I said, this person pushed me away. They excluded me from their life. Mm-hmm. Actually, he assumed I couldn't handle it. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who reached out. Yeah. He couldn't handle talking to me about his emotions. He couldn't handle the fact that he got emotional about pushing me out of his life. Right. Um, so I'd say that's also on the debatable range. And again, who's right or wrong in this scenario? This is a, an emotional argument between two mm-hmm. friends. There's no one right or wrong. Really I've been wrong. Right or proving a wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He's wronged people in his life, mm-hmm. but right or wrong is not really the issue here. I hear a lot of comments, and I'm not going to take a picture of all of them because yeah. there's too many to list, about people outing these people, about people mm-hmm. automatically being mean to these people on the internet. And I will say this, and this is the most controversial thing I'll say, no one should be mean to these people. Yeah. I stand by this. Yeah. Stop being mean to these people. Mm-hmm. There is much more going on here. And I don't think that the solution to this is to, in the way that, well, 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 I'll say it in a way that's critical of the MGTOWs. The people that I spoke to on this, that finished the video, that we mm-hmm. got in a civil discussion with, that I explained, look, you know, they're, I'm, I'm having civil conversations with all these people. Right. Once they finish the video and once I tell them what it is, they are completely rational about this. Mm-hmm. And once you engage with them in a... Polite manner. Right. Civil and, employee. And these people will even admit they are criticizing the video right from the start. Yeah. And someone who's actually approached me, um, I may be talking to him as well, mm-hmm. who's not on either of these sides, said, you're closed-minded coming into it. I said, no, 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 finish it. So we know people mm-hmm. are reacting this way from the start. Yeah. We know that something about internet culture is creating us. This attitude of as soon as someone starts saying this thing, say that they're wrong, this attitude of you're this, you're that, or you're whatever, right. I am calling for an end to that. Mm-hmm. And the people I'm telling to do it to is both sides. Yeah. But you know what? To be honest, this side, these MGTOWs, I have no say in that, in that world. Mm-hmm. I'm just someone learning. So I can't say people watching their videos, don't do this. Stop, stop being mean to people. Stop being mean to people. There's no reason for it. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for it. And I assure you at the end of this, because the way this is going to work is I'm going to release all footage we get. And then it will be made into a full documentary. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to release it as a resource to people. Um, I think by the end of this project, you will side with us that you should not be mean to these people. There's no reason to No good comes out of it. You know, people always say this on the internet, that, like, you're anonymous, so you can be as mean as you want. But there's also a thing where it's like, you're anonymous, you can be as nice as you want. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if, if if you're in the workplace, right, and someone's coming up against you on an issue, mm-hmm. you know, it's a banal issue, mm-hmm. you know, should we have coffee filters that are brown or white? Someone says the white ones stain so much, they, they you know, you end up, uh, whatever it ends up getting on stuff, they're cheaper, and someone goes, oh, no, the, the brown ones I like, because it, like, it doesn't look as gross when you take the filter out, it's, a, it's an aesthetic thing. 
in that instance, there's actually a benefit to being cutthroat. If you really don't want the white coffee filters, yeah. go ahead and be cutthroat. You know? No, you're stupid, Dave. <laughs> They're worse. Right? But online, there's no stakes. There's really no stakes to being in a forum. And so I would say that the, the idea of being kind and nice to people online, that statement doesn't hold water for me to say you can be as mean as you want because it's the internet and you're anonymous. You can also be as nice as you want. I'm going to start making some rules on this video. If you comment, I'm going to ask you to appear. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm you sorry, have done for most of these comments. I, I want to talk to you. It's not about saying you're wrong in the comments. I think you're a human. I think that you're nice. Mm. I think we'll probably get along. I think you'd probably get along, along with Rini. Mm. I think, I, but I have to hear from you. I have to hear from you. It's going to be my only response is come on camera and we'll do it anonymously. Yeah, absolutely. You would hide anybody's identity in a way that made them completely comfortable. There's a full theory we could go into. And I don't feel like going into Well, there's into a part it. of cults that we haven't talked about. And I don't know if you want to talk about. But the idea of shunning. I mean, I, I feel like these people in the comments, like if we brought up shunning, they would say, well, we're not a cult. We don't have leaders or followers. So we don't shun other people who say they're MGTOWs and then say they're not MGTOWs. But very clearly, even within the comments there's references to well even to you know the subject of the video saying well he's not a real MGTOW basically or he doesn't really know what he's talking about or he's wrong and you know if he were to say I'm no longer MGTOW I mean I, I don't think that their comments would be well we still love you that's okay you know I yeah. think they'd be very judgmental or critical of, of him saying that and, and say, well, you've been, you know, they might say you've been brainwashed by, you know, the other side or, you know, yeah, things like that. And that, I mean, that in of itself is a form of shunning to where if you are part of these groups or talk to other MGTOWs and you feel a sense of community or kinship with them um, and then you sort of start feeling differently or, or doing different things in your life. It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, and you might feel like you're going to lose those friends or, you know, that you couldn't. It's the worst when I you know. do it and you just miss and everyone's doing it right. Can I ask a question about Sly? Yeah. Why don't people say it out loud? There's rhymes for so many other clapping games. It would be so much easier if you said one, two, three, four, I mean, five, six. Kind of, kind of it's so, it feels so good we had to do a slide break to feel better about this video. Yeah. It is tough. It's yeah. tough. Uh, we don't have to be superheroes. It's, it's hard to read this stuff. It's upsetting to read some of this stuff. Yeah. And it feels good to look at these videos yeah. and to say, yep, that's it. And just to lash out. But I think even a logical person would say, this is not the cause of these things. Mm -hmm. This is not some, you're being just as conspiratorial to say, it's all these men that are in mm -hmm. this group that are causing all of the sexism in the world. Right. And that's going to get into my cult thing that we'll, we'll talk about at the end. Our yeah. theory, our grand unified theory about mm -hmm. this, which I do believe we'll get lots of comments on. Working theory, yeah. Uh, but you were saying it's hard to read it. Yeah, it's upsetting. And, and your, your instinct is to want to be like, no, you're wrong. Or, you know. Prove something uh, to Yeah, them. why? Yeah. But it's. Mm -hmm. If you look at the history of cults in America, 
-hmm. which is my perspective and what I know, yeah. uh, what I know a small amount about. Cults come from hippies using Christian ideals to promote political issues. That gets co-opted into lots of different cults. Uh, co-opting, for those who don't know, uh, is the idea of unconsciously or consciously taking an existing idea, folding it into your own in order to attract more people. It's not always an objectively bad thing. Right. Uh, political groups merge because of co-opting. Somebody says, oh, we, you, you, you like this issue. Oh, we're the same actual thing. It's not a bad thing, but it is a common thing in cults. Mm -hmm. So unconsciously or consciously, some co-opting goes on. And one of the big models that you guys are talking about is the guru model. Gurus and Eastern philosophy became really popular. And so gurus became the notable cult model. And going, like you said, like going back to the hippies who co-opted Jesus, Jesus freaks. Jesus freaks Jesus was the hippies freaks. And so it was like, and then when those would then turn into cults. Like they used that model. It was like a messianic figure, you know. Right. In order to create cults. Right. Undoubted cults. Um, that then turns into the idea of hypnosis and brainwashing as a, as a means to feel other, as a means to mm -hmm. feel superior, as many different, as a means to feel lower in lots of instances. Mm -hmm. Self-hypnosis and brainwashing through the idea of co-opting other people's ideas. Mm -hmm. And the internet is a great place to pick up attention. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that people said was, well, first of all, you know, some of you have more views than us. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being mean. This is a nice camera. Mm -hmm. This is nice sound equipment. They get more views. They get more comments. Right. We got more comments, more, more interactions, yeah. more views on this video than anything else. Yeah. So to say that doing... By leaps and bounds. Yeah. By, I can tell you the exact number. <laughs> All of our videos combined, which are about 24 videos, mm -hmm. uh, all of which are between an hour and 15 minutes long, um, all of those combined, this was um, a quarter of that. Mm -hmm. In other words, that now we have one quarter more. We have 125% of what we had before yeah. from, from this, this video. video mm -hmm. And this is anti that. Right. Which I'm fine, fine saying. Uh, just because I'm against something doesn't mean I can't. This is anti that thing. Mm -hmm. We got imagine the loyalty, views, comments, and I'll say this as well. This is a part of unconscious co-opting and unconscious cult stuff. YouTube's giving them YouTube and all these resources reward comments and interactions. Mm -hmm. So for some reason, this gets more. If I'm giving advice to people on YouTube. It's a great topic to go into in order to get hits. I can't, I can't as a filmmaker not, that. well, I can as a filmmaker not say, yeah, this topic is obviously getting more interaction than anything else we've ever done. Mm -hmm. And you can look at our videos and say, we've done stuff about video games, pretty popular. We've done stuff about thrift shopping, pretty popular, comic books, pretty popular, movies, pretty popular, dating, pretty popular. No, but yeah. it's not even labeled MGTOW. Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah, it's not. And this has gotten more interaction than anything. So you can't say that someone isn't doing this for attention because you have no way to measure it. MGTOWs give them attention. Mm -hmm. Let's go into our grand unified theory of cults. Okay. 
we have learned a lot about cults over the years. <laughs> Shocking. Yes. Um, Casually. <laughs> in a in a weird in a weird way. Um, here's our main points of view. One, you are a group. The co when you co-opted unconsciously uh -huh. feminism, which I didn't think of apparently. So wait, you're saying. MGTOW, MGTOW is a group. is a group. And the reason that they are not a solitary group is because they co-opted feminism. Right. Feminism has no formal leadership. Mm -hmm. MGTOW has no formal leadership. This is called unconscious co-opting. It's not a secret that they don't like feminism. Mm -hmm. Because what they're looking for is that same attention that feminists get. Um... The harder stuff to say is I imagine a lot of you are painful victims of things mm -hmm. and that you feel as though feminism louds women when they're in danger and they don't talk about the dangers to you when you date. Mm -hmm. But you are copying feminists. Apparently we're not original. Our new partner in this has sent us an article saying right. incel was created by a woman writing about her life. Mm -hmm. um, not that you're incels, but that co-opting feminism is a common thing in this. I'm going to bring an incel expert on. That's all we're going to say about incels. Yeah. Nothing more. Mm -hmm. This isn't about incels. Right. Um, they co-opted feminism to say, which feminists say, line up the similarities. Feminists say, uh, we are victims of rape. We are victims of low wages. We are victims of writing pro voting problems. We're victims of equality. What does this all do to? Male-dominated world. Men then say, we're victims of dating, we're victims of this, we're victims of that. Not as nearly as severe. Right. Oh, we're victims of what? Rape allegations? Rape we're allegation, right? Take take each one and I guess make it... Unfair, make it um, what's the word? In the courts when it comes to alimony, child support, yeah. things like that. Um, we're, we're victims of this, this financial... So, right, like if we go to the top, yeah. victims of rape, they say... We're victims of rape allegations. We are victims of unfair wages. We have the burden of financial responsibility. We are victims of uh, an unsafe uh, in, in a world in which men dominate. We're victim of an unsafe world in which women, women dominate. dominate. <laughs> uh, both can't be true. Mm -hmm. However, each kernel can be true in itself. Mm -hmm. Have you been a victim of that maybe you you might have even been a victim of rape uh mm -hmm. i said with a smile because i was really <laughs> proud of my thinking of it you might have you might have been a victim of rape and there aren't a lot of men who publicly come out and say i was raped mm -hmm. you might have been a victim of rape if you're in this mixed you might mm -hmm. have been a victim of financial ruin and there isn't a group saying oh we feel for you mm -hmm. um but that's not necessarily, again, the accusation that this is anti-human is harsh, but I don't know. It's not, it's not aware, is it? It's not aware that people get raped. The group isn't really aware that these things we do for women and equality is because women are in physical danger mm -hmm. and that's why we do these things mm -hmm. so 
they sort of make it seem like this is good and fine. Um, some of the comments don't make sense in terms of that either. I'm sorry, I spaced out for a second. You okay? <laughs> yeah. You want me to start up back, go back a little? You can go back a little if you want. I, I just, do. I kind of spaced out for a second. You okay? What were you thinking? No, I'm okay. What's up? I don't know. I just spaced out. All right. Let's go back a little bit. <laughs> I disassociate. <laughs> let's go back a little bit. Grooming was an interesting... I think you had some perspectives on grooming that was interesting. Because, again, I accuse them of grooming. Accusing someone of grooming is, again, they're not maybe necessarily conscious of it. It's this desire for something, and then you learn over time the people susceptible to your tactics. Right. And and it's, you know, like I was saying, like, for an abuse victim, let's yeah. say, you know, the abuser, they, they put out their feelers, you know, a little bit, you know, this thing that seems, you know, totally fine, you know, on its face, it's like, okay, well, and then you respond positively, they're like, okay, she's okay with that, you know. Something as simple as shut up. Yeah. So, shut up. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes a little further. It goes a little further. Not to say that everyone who says shut up no, is an abuser. I know. I, but, right. <laughs> no. They say shut up and you but go, can I tell this? small and they see, you know, like what they can get away with in a sense, what they can. But again, it's the kid who bumps his knee and cries for mm -hmm. mommy. What is mommy going to do when she gets there? Mom does not have any ability to fix your wound. Mm -hmm. A minor wound. You're just in pain. There's no there's no bruise, there's no break, mm -hmm. there's no cut. Why do you want mom? Because you want mom. Mm -hmm. When she gets there, the cut is still the same. The kid who says they have a stomach ache and doesn't want to go to school. That kid is perfectly healthy. Don't send him to school. Right. No, that kid <laughs> that kid that kid is is they might not have a stomach ache, ache, but they want something. But they're, they're in pain, pain in some way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do, does that kid know it? No, the kid's not smart enough to know that. They're yeah. a four-year-old kid. Right. They don't they're, know it, but they... They know they need... Love they know mom they will respond. Right. So how does co-opting work? You know the internet will respond. Mm -hmm. Even positively or negatively. Right. I have theories that need to be run by people. I believe there's a thing of political munchausens here. Is what I'm going to call it. Social Social Societal Munchausen yeah. is what I called it at one point. Mm -hmm. Claiming something is happening in order to feel part of the group. Uh, in order to feel that you're the victim and that you can get as much attention. Um, these are theories. Mm -hmm. These are theories. If you disagree, come talk Let's to me. Hear about it. Yeah. Now, not to her, because, right, you're some sort of bitch, you know, understanding? <laughs> from these groups? Yes. Holt is trapped in a hashtag cult or you have been affected by any group mentioned in this show. Go to hashtag cult.org for resources or to get in touch with the show. We want to hear your story.